Because knowing yourself isn't just another buzzword. Knowing yourself is the first step toward becoming the empowered individual you know you can be. Your healing comes through your willingness to feel and explore and to look back, not with eyes of victimhood and blame, but with eyes intent on understanding. Are you ready to journey inward? I'm your host, Shauna Galbrand. This is Know Yourself. Delicious hot chamomile tea. So yummy, especially on a cold, snowy morning here in New England. It's been so beautiful. It's been so spring-like, crazy, unseasonably warm for the month of February. So this morning when I woke up and I saw it snowing, it, it was a shock. And that's okay. It is February, right? And it is New England. This morning, I would like to talk about the idea of self-sabotage. Self-sabotage has absolutely been a theme of my life. When I think back to the many things that I started, things that were exciting to me that I didn't follow through with, that I abandoned and was in the energy of the pattern of self-sabotage. Now, I'm an Aries, and there, there is a belief about the zodiac sign of Aries that we're great at starting projects, but we're not so good with follow-through. That's a belief that I picked up somewhere, and I've held that belief as truth. So that when there are times, <clears throat> excuse me, that I've abandoned a project, I will reflect on that belief. Well, I'm an Aries and, you know, us Aries, we have, you know, we have a problem with follow through. And interestingly enough, my next door neighbor is an Aries and I watch him start all these projects and he never finishes them. Uh, so which was kind of reinforcing this belief about Aries, but I think that that's a belief I'm ready to let go of. Yet the idea of self-sabotage is real for me. This morning I wrote about five pages in my journal about my own particular pattern and the process that I used. I wanna share with you part of the process that I used to help me to understand more about my own pattern of self-sabotage. And this is something that I've been aware of for the past couple of years that I've been doing my best to ignore and to run away from because I haven't been fully ready to sit with it and to understand it to the point that I could um, transform it clear it out, move past it. So I sat with it this morning because it's become a hindrance. It's like this, it's like Mount Everest sitting in front of me that I'm either going to climb or flow my way around. And, you know, I don't like the cold. So the idea of climbing Mount Everest is 
not something that interests me, even though I would love to see it with my own eyes at some point in my life. Okay, so back to self-sabotage. I sat here this morning. Now, the process that I use, the technique that I use and that I bring my coaching clients through is the idea of looking at or sitting with or being with thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. And I started off, and this is the process or the technique that I use and teach because it helps me and my clients uncover beliefs that are based in fear, negativity, lack, and limitation. There are beliefs that I am holding on to that show up in the behavior of self-sabotage. And that's what I took myself through. Now, I didn't do it in any exact way, but I have my journal here. And I wanna share with you some of what came up with the hope that something resonates with you Perhaps you too have a pattern of sabotaging your excitements, sabotaging your ideas, and that maybe something I say here today will help you move into a practice of understanding, uncovering, and transforming what it is you are believing to be true about yourself. Self-sabotage shows up for me when I abandon myself and my excitements. I have a creative idea that I've been taking steps on, action steps. And this past week, I completely abandoned it. I completely and utterly self-sabotaged myself again. So like I just said a moment ago, it's now that mountain in front of me. And it's time for me to look at it because I'm, I'm like, it's nonsensical now. This idea that I'm holding myself back. But I also know that there's a part of me that's holding myself back because I fear myself at the next level because of what it will do to my life. And that's something I looked at as well. But coming back to the self-sabotage for a moment, So it shows up for me um, in the way of thoughts. It shows up and it sounds like this, these insidious, relentless voices that tell me things like, I don't have what it takes. I don't have the resources. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not smart enough. I'm not educated enough. I don't have a network. I'm not, not part of the right community. It will fail again. So why start? So those are some of the voices, the words that I hear playing in the back of my mind. Now, what did it take for me to recognize these? My willingness and my ability to be quiet and still, curious and honest as I turned my attention inward and simply listened to what was being said. One of the best ways that you can do this 
is by intending a new reality. What do I mean by that? I am intending to create this, this creative idea. This is the new reality that I want to intend. When I'm with that, I simply listen to the opposing ideas that are being generated in the way of thought in those voices that we hear in our own minds. So that self-sabotage, I have this creative idea sitting with that. I realize I'm back into that pattern of self-sabotage. What is that pattern telling me? What are the opposing voices that I am hearing in regards to creating this new idea? So that's what came up for me in the way of thoughts. Now, I'm not taking you through my technique or my process the way I generally do. This just is how it all came out for me this morning. And what came up next was a memory that surfaces often for me. And this will happen. This is part of the process. Remember, not looking back, pointing a finger in blame, looking back with eyes of understanding so that I, and you, if you do this work, can put all the pieces together and say, oh, okay, that, 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 now I get it. Now I understand why I'm in this place of sabotage at 55 years old. But I remember sitting at the kitchen table in my childhood home and I was doing a science project. I was creating the planets of our solar system, which cracks me up, right? Because if anybody who knows me, they know that I love anything about the cosmos. I love our galaxy. I love the universe. I love planets. I love stars and nebula. I mean, everything about the cosmos is like awesome. So I'm not surprised that I was making planets. But regardless of all that, I remember my mother criticizing what I was doing. I remember being under a tremendous amount of stress. Now, I don't remember the exact words she used, but I remember the feelings that I was having. And I remember being under a lot of stress. I remember um, feeling sad. I remember crying. I remember feeling that I just am not good enough to do this. And what I was doing was not good enough. I felt like such a failure, stupid and wrong. My planets looked ridiculous. At least that's what I was led to believe based on the words and the energy that was being projected on me. That particular memory surfaces often. What am I believing to be true? That I won't do enough, that I won't do a good enough job at creating this idea I have now. It is still showing up for me today. I held on to, in order to protect myself from feeling those feelings I felt that day, I remembered, even though I can't consciously remember, I remembered the words that my mother spoke as a means of protection so I wouldn't have to feel that feeling again. And that is showing up as self-sabotage. 
I don't want to feel those those feelings of failure or inadequacy or unworthiness or not good enough again. So subconsciously or unconsciously, I have remembered, even though the memory surfaces, I remembered that feeling and I've done everything in my power to protect myself from feeling that again. So I wrote down um, some ideas of how I won't do a good enough job shows up for me. That's a question I really like to ask myself and you can ask yourself too. How does this show up for me in the way of behavior, in the way of feelings, in the way of thoughts? So it's taking one of those beliefs. So those first things I shared with you, I don't have what it takes, I don't have enough resources, I don't know what I'm doing. Those are all negative beliefs. That's all they are. And beliefs, perceptions, opinions, they can be changed. But it's taking one of those beliefs and looking at it and asking, how does it show up for me? So I took the, I won't do a good enough job. That's what I wrote at the top of the page and how it shows up for me. I won't do a good enough job creating this, what I'm doing right now and how it shows up for me. It shows up starting and stopping. It shows up as self-doubt, self-sabotage, distracting myself and believing the distraction has more importance and value. That's what I was doing with yoga. I love teaching yoga, but I was using that, trying to create more with that because I was distracting myself from the creative ideas I really, truly wanted to focus on, the ones that are my, my highest excitements. So the I'm not doing a good enough job shows up as inadequacy, self-hatred, bullying, complaining, victimhood, projection, negative thoughts. I wrote, I suck, see previous page. Let me talk a moment about the self-hatred and the bullying and the projection. I get mad at myself for self-sabotaging. I get mad at myself when I buy into the voices in my head. And then I get mad at myself for beating myself up. So it's this vicious cycle. And then I end up projecting on the people around me, which is not fair to them, nor is it fair to me. <clears throat> Chamomile tea. Oh, it's so good. Um, so that's what happens is that the projection comes from buying into the voices, the idea that I'm beating myself up, that I'm criticizing myself, that I'm judging myself. And it's all just blah. And I'm, I'm just so tired of it. I asked myself, what do I want my new core beliefs to be? So I had that belief at the top of the page of I won't do a good enough job. And what do I want my new core beliefs to be? I got this. This excitement is stamped on my soul. I have everything I need to make this happen. I welcome the changes that come with the success of my new creative idea. 
I step brightly, knowingly, lovingly, and boldly into the new version of myself. It is safe for me to be a new version of myself. I am doing this and everything I'm doing is okay with me. I let go of the wounds that are not mine. I have enough of everything I need to create this exciting idea. So those were just some of the ones that I wrote out. And when I was writing them, I realized I wasn't actually getting to the core. I know there's some other new, supportive, positive beliefs. I just have to do a little bit more digging. Then I went on to ask myself, which is another great question that I would like to pose to you. What is the worst thing that could happen with the success of my new creative idea? What's the worst thing that could happen? This is what I wrote down. I'll lose friends. I'll have to be responsible. The responsibility will be overwhelming. I will be seen as a fraud. I won't have any me time. People will really see me. I'll be criticized and judged. I won't be able to manage all of it. So those are some deeper negative beliefs that I'm holding on to. There's so many layers. I know this is really cliche, but think about an onion. That's how our beliefs are. At the core, we have our core negative limiting fear-based beliefs. And then those beliefs are reinforced by layers upon layers upon layers upon layers of other negative beliefs. So it's the idea of peeling back the layers. And as we peel back the layers, let me speak for myself, as I peel back the layers of who I am not, I expose more of the real, true, essential me. And that's what this is all about. Remembering who you really are by becoming clear of who you are not. Even though you are this and that. So it's not about, again, let me speak for myself. It's understanding who I am not and who I really am, being more of my real self. But who I am not, I don't want to reject that. That has been a part of me. I am this and I am that. I am all of it. It's a matter of asking myself, who do I prefer to be? Do I prefer to stay in this wound and in this pattern of self-sabotage? Or do I prefer to step deeper into my own power and my authenticity and my light and move forward in a more positive way? Ask yourself that question. So I asked the next question, which is, what's the best thing that could happen? I wrote, what's the worst thing that could happen? And I was really honest with myself about that. I'll lose friends? Like, what the hell does that even mean? That one belief alone, I can do a whole other round of this work with. Looking at that particular belief, and that's what this is all about. It's clearing them out one by one. 
I started off with, I won't do a good enough job. And now I'm at, I'll lose friends. Well, what the hell kind of belief is that? That's a fear-based belief. So I can go right back through the whole pattern, the whole technique with that belief alone. But I'm not going to do that today. Well, I might do it later today, but I'm not going to do it right now. So I asked, what's the best thing that could happen? I will assume a leadership role, something that I have dreamed of. I will help raise the consciousness of the planet. I will raise my own consciousness and feel that expansiveness of who I really am. Higher frequencies mean more awareness, more awareness of other realities. Um, some of these I'm not willing to share, but I will grow a conscious community, unity, oneness, groups. And then came in some stuff afterwards, which I was really surprised that this came last, but not too surprised. I will make more money. More money means peace of mind, travel, enrolling in courses that help me grow and expand, financial independence, and then it got really fun, acrylic paints, creativity, freedom to schedule my calendar as I see fit. So that's some of the stuff that came up in regards to What's the best thing that could happen if I understand that I am good enough and that I have exactly what it takes to make this creative idea happen? When I look at the list of the worst things that could happen and the list of the best things that could happen, I mean, the best things far outweigh the worst things but the worst things is where I can do some more work, where I can take a look at, well, what does that mean? Um, people will think I'm a fraud. The responsibility will be overwhelming. I won't be able to manage it all. Can you hear that those are more negative beliefs that have been leading to the pattern of self-sabotage? all rooted in that, these layers of negative beliefs. And then I wrote down at the bottom of this page, this is where I ended. How much longer am I going to allow myself to sabotage my excitements? I'll ask you that. How much longer are you going to allow yourself to sabotage your highest excitements? And then I wrote, how much longer am I going to hold on to the words and energy of my parents? How much longer are you going to hold on to the wounds and energy of your parents? What is it you want to do? What excites you? What, what new reality do you intend for yourself? Be clear about that and then begin the work. And again, 
the work is your willingness. Well, first of all, journals are fantastic. So if you don't journal, this is a great place to do it. Buy yourself a journal. These Peter Popper Press journals, these are some of my favorite, favorite journals I have. It's about your willingness to sit with what you have going on. We live in a world of distraction. It's this next shiny object and this next shiny object and oh, look over here and look at the news. The news is something to look at and oh, look at all these entertainers and that's something to look at and oh, there's your phone that's in your hand 24 hours a day. There's that to look at. And, and then there are compulsions, like eating, drinking, smoking, <clears throat> shopping, binging Netflix. I mean, I get it. Believe me, I get it. Been there, done that, still working on some things. The work that I did here is the willingness and your ability to free yourself of distraction long enough to sit with it, to be honest with yourself of a pattern that you are recognizing in your own life, like self-sabotage and saying, all right, it's time for me to honestly take a look at this. I'm curious. <clears throat> I want to know more. I want to understand because I'm ready to transform this. I'm ready to leave this part of my life and myself behind because there are things that I want to do. This is the type of person I prefer to be. This is what I would prefer to create in my life. This is the type of life I prefer to live. Sit with it. Stay with it for as long as you can. Ask questions. Notice what comes up in the way of thought, in the way of feelings. I didn't really touch too much here on feelings today. And on behaviors. Everything about your physical reality is rooted in your belief systems what you are believing to be true. And what I was or have been believing to be true, something that happened in early childhood has led to the behavior of self-sabotage more times than I would care to admit. And now it's gotten to a point where it's nonsensical. Like enough of this, Shauna. I have stuff I wanna do here and I'm tired of holding myself back, but I needed to go through this to gain clarity and where to put my focus so that when I start to notice the pattern again, or I'll hear the thought, or I'll feel a sensation in my body, or I'll have an emotion, I can say, oh, wait a minute, that is linked to a wound from childhood that is no longer serving my highest good and greatest joy. 
and remind myself, what were my new beliefs? Here they are right here. I have more to add to them. And that's the work. It is the willingness to look honestly at yourself and to speak those truths honestly to yourself. And then to bring in parts of the new you, what you prefer to believe so that you can move forward in the most radiant, authentic, and empowered way. All right, self-sabotage. There you go. Notice yourself to know yourself. Noticing yourself is the path to knowing yourself. And of course, above all else, as I always say, be in harmony and relationship with yourself first in peace, in love, in light, and in consciousness. Until the next time.